Hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. I'm so glad you're here. The last time we saw the maiden, oh, she was feeling so good in the presence of the king as her love for him blossomed. And we continued to see analogies as we looked for comparisons and contrasts in the words as is like and so is. We left the maiden under the shade of the apple tree in a place of rest and peace and refreshment. Hopefully you were able to make some time since our last visit to taste and see that the Lord, he is really good. That the word of God brought you rest and peace and refreshment as you sat in the Lord's presence. The next portion opens as a daydream scene. Stay tuned. Moments with Moni can be heard on Anchor, Stitcher, Overcast, Apple, and now Podchaser. You can also find my blog and Facebook page and link tree filled with many links in my show notes. And now on to today's episode. And we're back in Song of Solomon, chapter 2, beginning in verse 4. He brought me to the banqueting house, a public place, a house of wine or effervescence, and his banner over me is love. Oh, stay me with flagons and comfort me with apples, for I am sick of love. Ah, ain't young love grand. The world could be falling apart around you, but all is well, because you are together. This house of wine can be translated as the place where it is grown, a vineyard, where it's stored or consumed. As the maiden dreams of time with her beloved, she is unashamed to let others know of her heart's desire. The picture of hoisting a banner of love over them suggests her focus was on a love relationship. The thrill of romantic love can make one weak in the knees, can't it? The maiden needs refreshing with apples and raisin cakes, both sweet to the taste. According to Dr. Jeffrey Schloss, love junkies who get their high on this thrill of love need help maturing from the attraction phase to the attachment phase of a relationship. Once the attachment phase is reached, the attraction phase happens over and over. These phases are actually accompanied by brain chemicals. I recently read an article about the smell of a newborn causing a strong attachment chemical in the brain between a mother and her child. As a couple matures past the first seven years of attraction, they enter the attachment phase. At this point, some may feel like feelings, feel like they are not in love anymore because the brain rush of the thrill is gone. The thrill is gone. You know, that song. It's replaced with a deeper sense of connection. Personal application of these two verses? Well, if we see it through the view of the relationship between Jesus and the Bride of Christ... The New Testament reminds us not to be filled with wine to excess, but with the Holy Spirit. And if we feast at God's table or on his word, he will fill us with his word and his love. And believe me and believe him most of all, that there is no greater love that can satisfy our souls. As we feast on the love letters that our beloved has given to us, 
we find more guidance. We are reminded to renew the way we think, to focus on the heavenly kingdom and not to worry about the things of this earth, to train our minds to distinguish between good and evil, to not be deceived, but to speak the truth in love. We are to stop being childish in our thinking and yet be like infants in regard to evil. We are to get an understanding of God's word. We are to grow in grace and the knowledge of God's word. And we are to keep praise in our hearts and be thankful. And here it comes, that awful S word, submit. We are to submit to God and to each other basically to bow low enough to raise others up. We are to put on compassion and kindness, humility, meekness, patience, and forgiveness. Gotta read God's love letters to find all these things out. And we need the Holy Spirit to live them out. There's no way we can do this on our own. Several commentators of the past consider this a daydream as the maiden continues in verses 6 and 7. His hand is under my head, and his right hand doth embrace me. I charge you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and the hinds of the field, that you do not stir up nor awake my love. Have you ever seen a chick flick? Well, if you have, you've seen the leading lady swoon with love as Prince Charming catches her in his arms, and she is snapped out of her daydream by the friends she is out to lunch with. You kind of get the picture of what is going on here. As she attempts to save face, she makes her friends swear, by Bambi no less, not to stir up desires within her on account of him. According to the commentator Glickman, from her wish of not wanting love to be awakened in her, an excellent principle can be drawn for courtship. How many of you have heard that word recently? A strong desire to express love physically should be present, but not until marriage should it be acted upon. This restraint is healthy and beneficial to the couple. According to David Gusick, it is like letting a flower grow until it naturally blooms instead of trying to force a flower to grow and blossom. This isn't repression or the rejection and denial of feelings, often in shame, This is suppression. It is the conscious restraint of a natural impulse and desire. Remember, this is Hebrew culture that we're talking about. In the Hebrew culture, this scene would have played out during the one year of betrothal, where love matures before it is time to be consummated. We are left with a beautiful picture of courtship that may be lost in our do-what-you-want-when-you-want-to era. Once we have had sweet, intimate communion with our Jesus, once we have a close relationship with Him, it is difficult when we find that we have stepped away from Him, when we've left off meeting with Him, when we've left our first love and replaced Him with other things or idols. I so look forward to Jesus returning for His bride, but it will happen in His timing. For now, we watch and we wait. If you're enjoying these moments, please share them with a friend. Fill out the feedback form on my blog. The link will be in the show notes. I really appreciate your input. It will help me serve you better. Thanks again for listening to Moments with Moni.